0: Welcome. This is the Word to Wisdom with John Straza, a teaching ministry that will build you up in the love of God's Word. And now, here's John. Hey, this is John Straza, and welcome to the program today. We are glad to have you here. Uh, so glad you've joined us. Um, I just want to get straight into this message today because I'm excited about it. It's really my heart. This message that we're going to call Setting the Captives Free is really about the gospel. And I've often asked the Lord, you know, what do you want me to talk about? And he just keeps leading me back to these messages. It's important and I think it's important because so many people are coming to Christ right now and they're going to need to hear these messages. So, I just want to talk to you as brothers and sisters who are in the faith. You know the Lord, you've been born again. And I want to encourage you to understand even all the more so what your salvation is and what the good news is that you have in your life, that you have living in you. So again, we're calling this setting the captives free. And I want to go into Romans 1 for a moment. We just have a few verses today, but they're all very, very powerful. But in Romans 1, Paul started to speak about the gospel, and Romans is really one of the great letters in the New Testament that depicts in full what the gospel is about. If you want to know what the gospel is about, start studying Romans, and the same goes with Hebrews as well. But in Romans, Paul makes a statement in verse 16 and 17, right in the first chapter, And he says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. To the Jew first, and also for the Greek, for in it, meaning the gospel, for in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by his faith. You know, we've been speaking a lot about faith over the last eight weeks. And if you haven't heard those two series, which is Faith That Gets Result and Faith Righteousness, please do. Those are powerful and they're really going to bless you. And we use this verse, the just shall live by his faith. And here it is again. Paul mentions this verse when he's talking about the gospel. And I'm going to get to what this means as far as setting the captives free, because all in all, in simplest terms, that's what the gospel did. But we're going to get into it in in the scriptures and see what the Lord is saying here. But Paul initially comes out with this and he says he's not ashamed of the gospel. And there's a lot to teach there, but I'm not going to right now. In short. As a Pharisee, it would have been something to be ashamed of because the gospel is the power of God to salvation to everyone who believes. And he talks about the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith as it's written, the just shall live by faith. Paul was teaching that the just would live by faith, not by works. And any Pharisee of the day would have been, no, you're justified by works. That's what they were all about. But Paul was preaching the opposite, that we were justified by faith in Christ, that Christ was our righteousness. So we've taught a lot about that in the last few weeks. But here, what we're talking about is the gospel itself, the good news itself, is that it is a liberating gospel. And Paul says it is the power of God. And that's the part I want to point out here in the scripture. It's the power of God to salvation. And that word salvation is soteria, which comes from sozo. It's a word that means a full salvation in every way possible, emotionally, spiritually, physically. Every aspect of your life experiences the salvation that is in this gospel. The Lord didn't come just to set you free in one little area of your life. This is a complete salvation. And being set free is part of it. It's a big part of it, in fact. Setting the captives free. Where, do, where does that come from? Well, one of the places that shows this is in Isaiah 61. And Jesus read a verse when he was standing in the temple one day, and you can read that in Luke 4, 18, but I'm actually going to read the verse that he was reading in Isaiah 61. Now, this is a verse brothers and sisters that i think you should keep and study as a regular thing this is what jesus did one might say well what was the good news what was the gospel you know paul is saying the gospel is the power of god to salvation but what is the gospel and a lot of people ask that question they don't actually know and The gospel is many good messages, but this main message is what Jesus did to set us free. Free from sin, free from bondage, free from emotional bondage, free from the bondage of Satan himself, free from sickness, free from mental illness, free from addictions, and more. So look at what Jesus was reading when he, again, he went into the temple, he opened the book, and he said he read from this verse. And again, it is in Isaiah 61, verse one through three. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Imagine now Jesus is standing in the temple reading this. Okay, I want you to picture this. So I'll start again. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor and other translations say the afflicted. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives. That's where I got that word. An opening of the prison to those who are bound. So right away here in the first verse of this, he's talking about what he would do. And the picture he painted here was that he would bring good tidings, meaning the gospel, the good news, to the poor and afflicted. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives. These are people who are captive one way or another in something, and he was proclaiming liberty from it and opening of the prison, or it's put it this way, opening of that prison door to those who are bound inside of it. And we haven't even gotten to verse 2. And this is what the good news is. This is what Jesus was anointed to do. And he did it. And you have it in your heart. You have this in your salvation. All of this. Healing your broken heart. Proclaiming liberty in your life from anything you are bound in. Anything you are captive to. Opening the prison door to those who are bound. Locked in something. In verse 2, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they, meaning us, might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Everything Jesus did glorified God. He would heal people throughout the land. He would bring them good news. He would set them free. The Gospels are filled with examples of these things. That's what God anointed him to do. And you have to put yourself in the place of everybody you see, and they're being healed. He healed them one way or another. He set them free one way or another, whatever their needs were. That's what he was anointed to do. And that's what he's doing for us too. It didn't stop when he was crucified. It continued on greater scale even. This is the good news. This is what Jesus came to do. Let me give you more good news of liberty. We use this verse a little while ago. It's in Isaiah 53. But this is continued understanding of what this good news is, what the, the message was. This is in Isaiah 53, verse 4 and 5. Listen to this. Surely our griefs he himself bore. This is a prophecy about Jesus. And our sorrows he carried. And yet we ourselves esteemed him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was pierced through for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The chastening for our well-being fell upon him. And by his scourging, whipping, really, we are healed. And in verse 10, and I can't go into it too deeply, that it would just take too long, but look at this in verse 10, and it's talking about God allowing Jesus to be bruised. It says, yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief. And then it says, when you make his soul... An offering for sin, he shall see his seed and shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. This horrible experience of being whipped and being put on the cross, nailed to the cross, and dying that way, ended up in amazing glory. He was risen from the dead. He overcame sin. He overcame the world. He overcame Satan. He overcame it all and the liberty that we see in the scriptures of Jesus setting people free. Look at the man in the tombs who was just demonically possessed and oppressed and he was screaming and cutting himself. The Lord set that man free. Look at the woman with the issue of blood and she just spent her life sick and she touched the hem of his garment and she was set free. Look at those who had children who were dying, and they came to Jesus and asked, Would you heal my daughter? Would you heal my son? And he did. He raised them from the dead. Mary and Martha lost their brother Lazarus. He died, and Jesus wasn't even around. And Jesus loved Lazarus, and he loved Mary and Martha. And yet Lazarus died, but they sent word nonetheless, And Jesus came back and four days into Lazarus' death raised him from the dead and spoke a word and says, Lazarus, come forth. And he walked out of that tomb. And then he spoke to the grave clothes that had him bound and commanded them to let him go. And Lazarus walked free. And Mary and Martha and everybody else rejoiced and glorified God. That's what this is about. If we go back to Isaiah 53, which is another verse that should be a mainstay in your life, it's saying, surely our griefs he himself bore and our sorrows he carried. Griefs is literally translated as sicknesses, physical sicknesses, actually. And our sorrows that he carried, that is translated as pain. Pains, actually, plural. He carried them. And it means that he took them so that we don't have to. And why did he do it? To set us free. Our salvation wasn't intended to only take us to heaven. It does. And it may be one of the most important aspects of it. Yes. But the Lord wants us to live free on this earth too. Many come to salvation and they will just muddle through till they die. They want to die so they can just go home and get out of this world. And sometimes I understand that. I get it. The world can be a horrible place. But we were saved. Salvation is ours. And that's not just the forgiveness of your sins so you can go home to be with the Lord. It's so you can live a life here. And that's what this is about. We are talking about being set free. Many believers don't know that they have this freedom available to them. They think that God is inflicting their pains on them, whatever it may be. He's not. There's not an example anywhere in the New Testament in which we live of Jesus saying, no, I'm going to give you the sickness to teach you a lesson. God doesn't give us sicknesses to teach us lessons. He came to set us free from sickness and disease. And I know a lot of people don't believe that. But the scripture bears it out very clearly. This is a part of Isaiah 53 where it says, By his scourging we are healed. Peter brought it up when he said, By his stripes we are healed. He was actually quoting this verse. Here this version says, By his scourging we are healed. But it means the whipping that Jesus took before he even went to the cross. They whipped him. And this verse prophesied about that. And in that whipping, we become healed. It's a mystery how it all works, but this is what that scripture is saying. And it's a beautiful thing to think that the Lord read this other verse in in Isaiah 61 by saying, the spirit of the Lord is upon me and he's anointed me to bring good tidings to the poor and afflicted, to heal, he sent me to heal the brokenhearted." Brothers and sisters, look at it as if it's for you. Is your heart broken? Are you in bondage to something? Are you in bondage to pornography? Are you in bondage to drugs? Are you in bondage to some sort of lust or anger? Are you emotionally struggling with raw anger or some sort of thing that just takes over? Are you afraid? Is it fear? that has you in a a place of bondage, like in a prison. It says here that in Isaiah 61, that he came to proclaim liberty to the captives and to open the prison door to those who are bound. All of those things don't have any right anymore over you. Not one of them. Jesus overcame every single one of them. And guess what happened when you became born again? You were liberated from these. You have Christ in you. You have the Holy Spirit in you and ask the Lord to just fill you with the Holy Spirit and you live and walk by faith and you walk in the power of God. This again is why Paul said the gospel is the power of God. This message is powerful. It is power to set free to set the captives free. You no longer need to be captive to anything. There is no sin or demon or thing in this world that you need to be captive to. You can look at it square in the eye and say, Jesus has me. I have given myself to him. He purchased my body. He purchased my soul. He purchased my spirit. He purchased everything about me. He owns me, not this world and not the enemy. And you can declare this. And I want to show you a little verse about declaring it. It's a very small but very powerful verse. Look at Psalm 118 and verse 17. This couldn't be more clear to the topic of the day. David is saying here, I shall not die but live and I will declare the works of the Lord. It doesn't get any clearer than that. I shall not die. You see, the enemy is coming along to Christians and saying, you're just going to die. You're just going to fall. You're weak. He's lying. He's the father of lies. Satan only comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Jesus came to give abundant life. You have Jesus in you. You have to count yourself as liberated. And you have to speak it. And that's the best way to appropriate these promises Because you may be stuck in something and you say, well, I'm stuck in something. You're saying I'm free, but I'm stuck in something. Then declare that you are not. Declare that you are free. Tell that pornography that you are free from it, that you are no longer a friend to it, to get out, to cast it out of your life. It's a lie that it has power over you. Christ has power over it. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world. In other words, greater is Christ in you than the devil that's in this world and all that comes with him. Jesus came to set the captives free. And Isaiah 61 says that very clearly. Read it. Read it to yourself and rejoice in your home. It says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to do the following things. Preach good tidings to the poor and to the afflicted. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of a prison door to those who are bound. This is what Jesus was sent to do. Declare that Jesus was sent to do these things, and I received these things from him, and I appropriate them in my life by thanking God for everything on that list. Thank God that you were set free. Even if you don't feel like you're free, watch what happens. Look at that thing right in the eye that's got you stuck. It's fear, some sort of weakness. Look at it, square on, and say, In the name of Jesus, I cast you out of my life. I have been liberated by the Son of God. And His word tells me that I have been. He tells me that this is why He came. This was the purpose for which He came. And he detailed this good news. And this good news, according to Paul, is the power of God to salvation. And my salvation has set me free from anything that's got me stuck, from anything that's got me in bondage, from anything that feels like a prison, from anything that makes me feel like I am captive to anything other than the freedom of God. Be captive to Jesus, because then you'll be living a free life. You are not captive to this world. When the son of the living God is living inside of you, you have the right to be set free and so much more. This is the good news. And that's why Paul said what he said. For the gospel is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. And he's saying that the righteousness of God is revealed in this gospel because we believe it by faith. That's powerful. That's extremely powerful. You're going to have to spend time with this. You can't just listen to this and that's enough. You have to spend time with this. Listen to this message again and spend time with these verses. They are in the notes for this podcast. Please get into these verses. I love David's thing. I shall not die. He declared this. Jesus came to give you life. so You get to declare, I shall not die, no matter what you're facing. I shall not die, but live. I love that. And declare the works of the Lord. Declare these things that God has done. All these things that we read today, how he bore our griefs, he bore our sicknesses, he bore our sins. He was crushed for our iniquities. By his stripes we were healed. The chastening of our well-being fell on him. Jesus took our punishment. Declare that. Declare to yourself. Get in your own prayer closet and go nuts and just declare what good things God has done for you. And you'll find yourself rejoicing and you'll find yourself not as afraid. And when something comes up to tell you that you are going to fall, that you are going to die, that you are going to mess up or that you are not free, you'll look it square in the eye and say, not so. It is written that the gospel is the power of God unto salvation and salvation is a full salvation that sets the captives free that's powerful brothers and sisters Um, i'm going to stop here the lord is just has me stopping right here you've heard what you need to hear this is just awesome i love these things this is the gospel so thank you brothers and sisters for listening today i hope that this was a tremendous blessing to you. Listen again, read these verses, and I just look forward to what God is doing. So thank you again for listening, and we will see you on the next episode.